Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and with me today is... Ewan Guerra. It's Joel. Alright, so episode 65, and we got a lot of cool things to talk about today, but beforehand, we actually wanted to discuss some things. So last week we uh, decided for once that we would talk about what was happening during the week, and uh, we always seem to miss that. So we started off talking about Thanksgiving when we wanted to actually discuss oh, something yeah. other than that. We and, did. Uh, we did. And then Christmas, too. You, okay. don't, you don't remember? No. <laughs> All right. So uh, we wanted to talk about somebody by the name of Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Elon Musk has been in the news. I mean, he's kind of always in the news about some weird shit. But uh, recently he... Uh, revealed a certain type of uh very boxy <laughs> boxy truck van the nintendo 64 <laughs> truck so and, futuristic so yeah futuristic. so we want to talk about elon musk and juan knows more about this than i do so i'm gonna actually let juan talk about it a little bit first all right so those of you that don't know who elon musk is uh do a quick google search and you will find out that he's like our real life like Iron Man minus a suit. He's a billionaire and he's like uh always trying to create some kind of new technology. He's like Steve Jobs, just like the less successful, I guess, version. Like because his products aren't always like that fully functional. But um, they're cool. <laughs> but they are cool. Sometimes. His concepts and stuff are really cool. They're kinda out there. But he has um uh his car what what's I can't even oh Tesla. The Teslas. Mm-hmm. So the Teslas They've had issues for years now. Um, they've been wanting to make, you know, uh, driverless cars, automated cars, and they had these. Um, I believe they had trucks or something. But I knew that I know they have uh, cars now, and in the future it's supposed to be just all automated. That's like the, that's the idea, to make everything automated. But some of the things that Elon also works on is um, this other technology that's not really, <laughs> it's not out there yet as far as like plausible it's just an idea but he wants to make it so we travel not in airplanes anymore but we're actually in like space jets uh i don't know if you guys know anything about this but his his shuttle idea yes essentially there'd be launch pads like in the ocean and you would bury there or however the hell you would get there you would get there and you would get in these like space shuttles and you would take off and you would be going i don't know what the speed would be but it's like mad fast and you would go <laughs> from <laughs> you would go from point a to point b very quickly and then you would land on the next launch pad and they would go back and forth and that's how people would get around and it's supposed to cut like travel time you would get to like let's say we wanted to go to japan we'd get there in a matter of an hour or something versus you know 14 hours or whatever the whatever the flight time is but it's like supposed to drastically reduce the the flight time that's one of his ideas another idea he has is to colonize mars he wants to leave earth colonize mars he says we should be doing it because eventually you know like everybody says we're gonna run out of resources and we're gonna be fucked so he's thinking you know outside the box and we have to get there and he's even said um the first missions that we send to mars are more than likely fatal. Like you're, you'll die. Like so, <laughs> it's uh one of those things. Like Farquad, you know, some of you may die, but it's a risk that I'm willing to take. Type of deal. So he wants to eventually move everybody to Mars, and 
it's just he's super <laughs> you know eccentric as, uh, as far as like his ideas which is really cool i find it fascinating that he has the money to do all this stuff and he does he's a very bright and intelligent person and he's just like remember how you were he's he's like a kid but has the resources to do the shit so <laughs> um that's why i find him fascinating myself i think that he also said that he wanted to f- fix Flint's i don't know if Flint's water's fixed yet i don't think it is nope uh, he actually has um, funded money to fix it. I know he started up on a project, and he said that he wanted it fixed. So he's put money into there. He's I, I'd say, like, he also makes a guest appearance in, in Iron Man 2. Uh, oh, I did if, you didn't, if you didn't know that. yeah, He's He also in, just appeared on Rick and Morty. Oh, yes, he is. He's uh, Elon Tusk. Tusk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's an awesome individual. I, I like him. Uh, like I said, not or like we said. Not everything that he's done has worked out. Uh, case in point, his so, um, truck. I, I wanted to uh, cut you off real quick. So yeah, go for it. This week you uh, you referred to him as like Iron Man, but last week you had it more, I guess, more uh, definitive. Uh, yeah, and you said he was uh, pretty much Justin Hammer. Oh yes, yes, right. <laughs> yes, yes. He has the resources, but they never really fall through the proper way. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. He's just like Justin Hammer. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just wanted to bring it up because I feel like, as a group that talks about science and you know technology and the the futures of that stuff, it's important to figure out who is actually funding and creating some of the stuff that you're actually be using. Because you know, like like Steve Jobs isn't here anymore, so a lot of that stuff that you're seeing, Apple is just going to be regurgitated technology just improved on we're not going to get the same type of advancements like the watch or mm. anything else without steve jobs actually being there so elon musk is just another one of those individuals where you're just you know constantly trying to figure out what else is he going to build or what else is going to you know he going to do and uh, like any technology give him another 10 years and the trucks and everything like that are going to be you know badass but he's you know remember in school i don't know if you guys did this but in elementary school, I remember our teacher, probably like 10 years old, uh, gave us a piece of paper and a pencil and said, tell me what you think the future is going to be like. And, you know, the year 2000, what's the year 2000 going to be like? Because this is back in like, you know, 96 or something. And, uh, you know, we, we come up with ideas. And I always thought, I mean, especially seeing like Back to the Future and shit, that there would be flying cars by now. You know, like oh, yeah. we're almost at 2020. I thought flying cars would have been a thing by now. Um, you know, self-tying laces, all that shit. But it's it's like he's doing some of the stuff that we thought that we would see. Like with that design, like you can make fun of it all you want, but like it still looks like the shit that we thought we would see by this every point. Every video game looked like that's that. what I'm saying. <laughs> it looks like it's 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 super fucking like. Uh, what I read when you get that first triangle. Um, oh, the triangle. Uh, is that a protractor? Is that like a ruler? Yeah. And it's like when you get your first like triangle ruler and then you use it to like draw your car. <laughs> and that's what it comes out like. And it's like, that's legit. That's what it's like. But I swear, and it doesn't have side view mirrors for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a kind of, some kind of like HUD display inside of the in the in the car. But it's just, that's what a car looked like to me when i was younger that i thought i would see in the future and 
it's not going to look like that. There's been other pictures of like the cars or the trucks that they are supposed to actually create, but that's just a prototype or whatever. But like the shit goes super fast. I think it's like 2.9 seconds from 0 to 60. Yeah. So be- before Juan keeps going, I just yeah. wanted to tell Cut you <laughs> I just wanted to tell you a little bit. So uh I don't think we've actually said what it was. Uh so as of last week, Elon Musk uh had a little press thing and he revealed what is called the tesla cyber truck and like juan said it very much looks like something out of an n64 game yeah uh there's even be there's been memes with uh dual barrel yeah, roll. Dual barrel roll <laughs> from fucking Star Fox. so um all right get out of there no cnn i do not want to subscribe all right so uh yeah this thing looks completely crazy like how Juan said as kids this is what we thought we were gonna see in the future and it is really cool that he sticks to that like those guns like he is more kid than most people are these days but on the other hand he's just rich just filthy rich (laughs) filthy rich and uh so yeah little bit about this truck it is uh it says the most expensive version of the truck, the tri-motor all-wheel drive, will be able to carry 3,500 pounds, tow up to 14,000 pounds, and go from 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. It will also be able to drive up to 500 miles on a full charge, and base models will have a range of 250. So that is pretty crazy. That is <laughs> like crazy. Like all those attributes and everything, and... If you still don't have the idea of what we're trying to explain to you and you haven't taken the time to look at it, if you're, like, working or something and you can't pull your phone out, think of a pickup DeLorean. That's, that's, yeah. that's it what looks I like see. A, it looks like a DeLorean. Yeah, like it a, looks like a DeLorean with a, with a hidden bed. Sans flux capacitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the reason this, again, why we discussed uh, a lot of his stuff doesn't really work the way it should or the way he intended it to is uh while he was doing his little reveal and everything uh one of his little lackeys went up with a sledgehammer and uh slammed into the doors of the truck and uh as he said it did not dent there was nothing wrong with the door so that was really cool and then he gave him a steel ball yeah. and told him that the windows were unbreakable. He's like, yeah, go where, throw it. Yeah, that's where it went off the rails. The dude threw the ball, not even hard looking. No. He, like, like softball softballed it. the yeah. ball, and it shattered. And, yeah, I mean, he was just really nonchalant about it. He was just super cool with it. He was like, all right, well, that didn't work. And he was like, try the next one. And you can even tell the dude pulled back some of the pop. Oh, dude, yeah. He goes, oh, you threw it too hard. Uh, Maybe you threw it too hard. Here, throw it it at this one. And he throws it again. Shattered. Yeah, it just shattered. He goes, oh. And Elon just looks defeated. And he's like, (laughs) well, it didn't go through. Is what he says. And, like, so I don't know if the glass was designed to not, like, splinter, shatter, anything. If there was supposed to be, like, no damage, like, visible damage whatsoever. Or if it's supposed to like be shock absorbent, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I I don't know the details of that, but the way he looked, it looked like it wasn't supposed to happen like that. And I just was I watched it the first time because I seen it on a meme. And dude, I I tell you what, like I find a lot of the news, like current events, through memes. Like I'll see a meme and I'm like, what the hell is that about? And I seen that, and I was like, what's this truck about? So then I looked it up and I seen that video. And I felt bad. Like, I felt bad watching it. Like, it's one of those things where you get embarrassed for somebody else. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. You know, he's a billionaire, but I felt bad for him. And he, I, I, I also read that this could probably be a publicity stunt. Like, he knew, because somebody was like, these windows get tested all the time. You can't tell me that they haven't tested these windows over and over and over and over again, that that, that would have happened twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and everybody's talking about it. We're talking about it. You know what I mean? So, they, a lot of people think that this kind of could have been something to get it circling through the news cycles. And it worked if it was that. So When, when do you guys think... It's not that because every time something happens and then not even gets fixed, but something happens and people start discussing it, it's always, oh, they meant for it to go that way. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. uh, people can't believe that people were just smoking crack crazy <laughs> and they made him look like them at the time, a crackhead. Did you know and, that was actually legit? Huh? That Paramount actually thought that would be a selling, like a good model to go after look man warner brothers gave the keys to uh joss whedon and said run with it so <laughs> yeah i could see somebody just being like look the kids will love it the cgi artists <laughs> that artists that had to like redo all this stuff they're like yeah it, it took a long time but that was the design they wanted to go with originally was mm-hmm. the old well, gross long one and that's the thing there was uh back in the day somebody leaked an image when chris pratt was assigned to the oh the role yeah, of the yeah, cop, yeah and he looks similar to how he does now he's still a little misshapen and stuff but that was still an image but everybody is saying i mean of course again everybody said oh publicity stunt they're doing it so people go see it but i mean do you ever think maybe it's not that (laughs) maybe people just don't have a clue (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh i mean it, it very well could be that way that that that's all cool and fine but like juan said this dude is very much a kid at heart with all the money in the world to live out the dreams he has. And it even uh, shows that when uh, he was being interviewed for um, a Recode Decode podcast, Eric Swisher, and Musk admitted uh, that the truck might have a hard time finding a market, saying, you know, I actually don't know if a lot of people buy this pickup truck or not. I don't care. There's a small number of people that like the truck. I guess will make a more convenient or conventional truck in the future. I want to so say he doesn't really care yeah, what people think. He doesn't care, but I I think I read that this truck actually, after that 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 whole stunt happened, mm-hmm. they sold a hundred and forty six thousand of them. Like Damn. like pre-orders because they're not ready yet. But like yeah, yeah it was pre-ordered. Like one hundred forty six thousand people like. Yeah, production starts late 2021. Bought them. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to pay for it. I mean, I do that shit at, like, uh, other places, too. Like, I'm going to pre-order something, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. But it's like, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that could be a thing. That could be a thing. But um, You mean that costume code, all right? One of the things, <laughs> one of the things that he's going to be doing on here, I'm, just, I'm reading this right now. Um, he wants to do something where there's a Neuralink system between AI and the human brain. Oh, shit. Fucking Jaegers, bro. Pacific Rim. I mean, it's possible. Even the drift. Just, <laughs> but yeah, he wants to do that. I'm and signing then, up. I'll do that. Uh, and 2024 is when he plans on sending the first crewed mission to the to Mars. I will say that he fails at things, and things don't go the way they should. But at least he's pushing the boundaries. Yes. And, and not many people are brave enough to do that. 
to go out there and put themselves out there and fail and still push through and expand upon whatever they're working on. We're looking at you, Bill Gates. And look, oh. not only that, he's entertaining. At the same oh, yeah, time. absolutely. Dude, I would hang out with that guy all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. fuck yeah. He was on freaking Morty. But I will say this, and quote me on this. When the aliens come and they are not friendly, it is Musk that we will turn to. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that is drift yeah. capability shit right there. Linking, neuro linking, yep. He'll have the uh, the Gundams ready ready to go. <laughs> he already has an army of them in his basement. Maybe, dude. I want to know. I don't I don't know anything about where he lives <laughs> and like anything Her like word. that. No, but I'd like to. Like, I want to know how big this dude is. How, dude, when I read like 10 I years ago. Know where he sleeps. I read 10 years ago that Bill Gates had a house that like the, the, the colors. Paint? Yeah, it changed to the mood that you were in when you walked into the room. Like it, it um, reflected your mood. And that alone was like crazy to me. So this guy, like, I want to know what the hell he has in this house. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, those are the people that I like am in all by. Like Bill Gates, this guy, Steve Jobs, before he passed, and uh, even Bezos. I'm like, I want to know what you're into. You know what I mean? Because he's the one that created the thing that I use all the time, which is Amazon. So. <laughs> Th- those are the guys that I'm like, oh, these guys are super influential. I want to know how they live, like what makes their lives easier. Because it's not like they do shit differently than us. They just have different means of doing things. Right. You know? Money. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Could, you, could you imagine being depressed and having to walk through a house that just oh. tells you how depressed you are every <laughs> time you go into a different room? What color do you suppose that would be? Blue? Black. <laughs> 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 black no lights i just assume it was like uh that that movie um what the feelings the feelings what yeah what what movie is that what the, the feelings? animated movie yeah the animated movie i never watched it oh what? that's a great uh, movie the pixar movie yeah uh feelings <laughs> with the feelings uh what was that called uh it uh, had sadness or whatever but sadness is blue the whole time something it's, out uh, Inside, Inside Out, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Oh my god, you can't. You never seen that? I've never no. seen that either. Oh my god, you guys like Pixar? I mean, it's on Disney Plus. I'll yeah. watch it eventually. Do you like Pixar? Yeah, yeah. of course. You like crying? I guess it'll sometimes. happen. I guarantee you cried. No, yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee it. Stone Cold Man. Uh, yeah, right. No, dude, you cry. No, I do sometimes. That 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 movie is actually there's a scene on there, and I guarantee it's everybody's. If if you're listening right now, I guarantee this is the scene. I'm not going to say anything. All I'm going to say is that there's a song being sung, and then that's it. That's it. Like, that's the scene. And, it, like, it hurt me because I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> like, that, that's some shit that that shouldn't hurt me, but, that like, that hurt me. Guarantee I cry in Star Wars in a few weeks. Because of how bad it is? Oh, God, no. Shut your <laughs> mouth. So recently, J.J. Abrams, the man, the myth, the legend, took to, I want to say it was the source. Oh, the Hollywood, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, and he discussed something that happened that was a little bit no-no. So as everybody knows, especially Joel, um, the Rise of Skywalker is coming out later this month, and that is the last installment of the Skywalker saga, uh, saga for uh, Star Wars. Womp womp. <laughs> Why want one? It'll live on, man. <laughs> Star Wars will live on forever. <laughs> All right. So, 
anyways, there was this big story, uh, and let's shorten it for you so we can discuss it. Yeah. Long story short, an actor left their copy of the script of the uh, Rise of Skywalker underneath their bed, which was later stolen by somebody who was cleaning their residence and then sold it on eBay, which Disney had to then purchase back. (laughs) So J.J. Abrams had this to say. One of our actors, I won't say which one, I want to, but I won't. (laughs) 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 Left it under their bed, and it was found by someone who was cleaning their place. So since that has happened, John Boyega has come forward and... uh, yeah, he said Admitted he made guilt. Yeah, he, he said he made a mistake, and yeah, Oof. Disney had to pay a pretty little penny for that. How oh, much yeah. did it cost? I don't know any of the facts I here. I don't know the so number. So I've seen a bunch of different numbers, which makes me believe most of them were fake. But I have not looked up the actual number. It was in the high thousands, though. <laughs> uh, I so want to look for it. It was yeah, interesting when they first out. announced this whole script theft thing. Uh, and it, no one knew who it was, but the only people that get the full script are, like, the lead actors. Everybody else in those movies always has to be literally either given pieces of the script that only have their parts in it, mm-hmm. or, um, I think her name's Laura Dern, right, from Jurassic Park? She was in the last movie, Last yeah. Jedi. Mm-hmm. She said that she had to read her parts of the script in a locked room with a security guard standing next to her, basically. So Damn. they are legit, legit about not stealing these or having these leaked at all. So pretty much everybody already knew that it had to be Poe, Finn, or Ray. Or Ray? Okay. Or Kylo, I guess. Kylo does nothing wrong. Yeah, he's got an eight pack. Dude's buff. You see his shoulders? <laughs> dude. Fucking. Dude is, he's all it's girth. Thick. He's all girth. That's man. a one word right there girth. <laughs> yeah, girth. All right, so. Yeah, when when I first read about this, I like laughed. I laughed out loud because I thought that shit was hilarious. I mean, the fact that not only does J.J. Abrams seem like one of the nicest people, whenever he's in front of a camera or anything, I I don't think I've ever seen him not look classic J.J. Abrams. Like he always looks happy. He just looks like straight up. I'm a dad, and that's about it. So when he was like, I want to say. But I, I won't. <laughs> like that just to me that was hilarious because I was like, Yeah, he seems like somebody who'd be like that. Like so pissed off but could still contain themselves. But um no, so when I saw this I, I thought it was hilarious and how how terrified do you think he had to have been? I mean there there's no there's no way of like being like, Oh, you're out of here, you're fired because you need this guy. Oh, afterwards Can't- though. You could hide the body afterwards. <laughs> you could probably find him or something. See, so that's what I was gonna ask. Um, in sports and everything, if somebody does something wrong, you know, you get fined for it. Do you think that this is something that Fuck is yeah. fineable? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, this is like, to some people, the conclusion of the Star Wars or the Skywalker, like, saga, that's like the biggest thing to some people. Like, that's like their me. biggest <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like, how does this end? How does everything go about? You know, like, and I want to see, nobody wants to know the conclusion before you actually you know, you have to go through the journey, and then you find the conclusion. Nobody wants to be like, yeah, here's the climax. Boom, there you go. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, that would have ruined so many fucking people. And I just got the news. All right, you know, I just looked this up. So it went online for 65 
65 pounds, which equates to $85 US. No. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, $85 is what the person put it up on eBay for. So, idiot. <laughs> so, A, they didn't know what the hell they had. They just were putting it up there. And B, it would have fucked up the whole. The, like, you're talking about a thing that's, how long? What, the 70s, right? Uh, 77? So, you're talking about a thing that was from the 70s being dismantled and fucking just all of it being, like, broken down for 85 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, that that's crazy to me. So, it wasn't even a bid? No, because somebody's seen somebody's seen it and bought it. Some uh, uh, An employee seen it, bought it. So, it must have been a buy now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the whole details as far as if it was a bid or if it was a buy now. But somebody got there. With so, this. so they had millions in their hand and they sold. Oh it yeah, you for less than a hundred. You could have got yeah. hundreds of millions. Yes, yes, and that's the thing. That's oh, you could have. It's crazy that somebody was was browsing for that stuff. I'm sure they have people on duty all the time. It like, got flagged. Oh okay, that's what it was. A Disney employee spotted it on eBay because it got flagged. And they bought it because they knew that they needed to. <laughs> well, yeah, that dude. I wonder if they got a raise. You know what I mean? Cause, Thank you for saving Star Wars. Oh, dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Joel, dude. There's that would be somebody coming and and sharing the script of. Uh, I can't even put it to something. Like, if, I guess the last Harry Potter. If somebody came in and walked up to me and was like, "This is how it ends. This is what happens," I would not want to see it after that because it it was it's spoiled. Yep. It's ruined. My experience is not going to be an honest experience because I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, Disney person who <laughs> bought that. Yeah. I think a big chunk comes out of his paycheck, though. I Even now. Even with him stepping Boyega? up. And say, yeah, I think oh, even yeah. him stepping up and saying, yeah, it was my fault. I think you set the precedent by saying, all right, well, look, we got to find you X amount of money. Even if they don't take his money, you know, quote, unquote. Um, but they just set that standard like, hey, look, you should have just – it should have been on you at all times. You should have known what you were doing with it and, and put it away. So that way other people know, like, you know, oh, I'm not going to do that. Was Tom Holland fine for any of the uh, – Tom Holland's never fine. Tom, Tom Holland's always fucking up for – He's a golden child, though. Yeah. He makes them all the monies. Huh. I feel like Sounds like some privilege. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just feel like, dude, like you can't. All right, if I'm in charge, I I congratulate him for coming up and stepping up and saying, "Yeah, it was me." But at the same time, I I have to do something. You know, what I mean, like it has to be. There has to be some kind of standard that's set. Like this is what's going on. This is what's this what like even if it's a small fine of twenty grand or something like that, which is a lot to me, but to him, it's probably not that bad. Uh. You have to do something because not only that, you have to like you have to make it more scary for other people to to not want to leak shit. You know what I mean? Like if this got in the hands of ninety percent of people, this would have been ruined for everybody. You know, somebody would have put it. Somebody would have made a meme. Somebody would have made fucking. It just would have been circulated like quicker. Oh I'm, yeah. You know, I'm just I'm crazy. Uh, fucking surprised that this you know because it was flagged. It still was picked up, you know. I mean, I think Disney killed somebody <laughs> and bought the script back that way. Mickey Mouse. Well, go, rumors go are doors. that it wasn't completely saved. So there are people who are saying that things have been spoiled already. That they're 
there on Reddit there was a bunch of information detailing what happens. Um that I don't know if I'd believe though. I mean, if you have somebody who is dumb enough to not know what they have and be like, $85, I need a fucking 12 pack and a hooker. <laughs> like that that's like that's some blow for the night for somebody. So for somebody to be like, okay, here we go. I'm selling this, buy it now for $89. Like that is nothing. So I think me personally, I, I really, really think that a lot of big fans took that whole calamity that just happened and they were like, hey, let's any fucking weird theory you ever had, let's throw it on Reddit and say, hey, spoilers. Oh, and because I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it as facts. If I read something or somebody spoiled something for me, I would not be like, OK, I'm going to be pissed off because it was spoiled. I really do think that. This is a bunch of people just running wild with the story and just being like, hey, this is what happens. Because why would somebody know, hey, this is actually what happens. I'm going to spoil it for people, but I know I'm not going to sell it for more than $100. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like they actually knew it. So they probably didn't read it and they just threw it online. If I had to take my best guess, I think they thought they found an old script. Something that was Finn's and they were like, hey, I could sell this as memorabilia. Oh, yeah. Maybe, but you would have to think as a cleaning person, right? Mm -hmm. You have, I don't know if it was just like random people or if this is a certain person that comes and cleans this place all the time. Or was that a hotel or was it? A hotel. It was at a hotel. Okay, so it was just a hotel worker. Uh, In England, I think. But did they know who was staying in the room or if it was just somebody? That's the thing is like, as as a hotel worker, would you know? I doubt it. I would. I bet you would know like... (laughs) There's someone famous in that room, but you wouldn't know necessarily who they are. Okay. I mean, then that would make sense, I guess. But, like, I feel like word flies pretty fast. And somebody was like, yeah, look, this dude's staying in room. Yada, yada. No, Oh, I'm cleaning that room. But either way, why would they only sell it for that much? Well, the, right. the, this is the thing, too. is like the person was grimy enough to look through different shit, and they found something, right? Mm-hmm. And rather than saying, hey, look, I found something. They were going to sell the shit anyways. Well, no, they didn't, like, search for it. He had left. Oh, like, so he was out of the room. They, they were out of the room, and, and she was, or she or he, oh, was okay. cleaning the room and then was cleaning under the bed. And Angel, just, I just caught what you fixed. Yeah. <laughs> so Anybody I mean, can clean it. Clean it <laughs> everybody can clean it. Yo, I clean my room Let me backpedal. Backpedal. No, I'm kidding. I just thought it was hilarious because you caught that. I was like, uh, correct myself there. <laughs> but the thing, I'm gonna be, I'm over. It, it makes more sense now that you say that that nobody nobody was in the room because either it's either a you throw it away or b you're like, well, fuck it. I'm either I'm gonna keep it or I'm gonna throw it away or I guess I could sell it if it's or get hunted by Mickey Mouse. That <laughs> yes, that's it. What do you think happens to that person? Nothing. Nobody knows the name of this I person, mean, nothing, right? Nothing can happen to them. They legitimately got that. Well, they no, could do that's, whatever they not, want that's not true. They could definitely, they probably lost their job. Oh, the cleaning person. Yes. They're no longer cleaning hotel rooms. Right? Oh, I, bet, I bet Disney called the hotel and was like, who cleaned that room? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mickey said, you better find yourself a new career. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, that person's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. interesting little side story to go along with Star Wars spoilers. So, the... Uh, What's his name? Author Kevin Schnick. He is writing a young adult Star Wars novel. And uh, this is supposed to come out soon. Okay. 
he turned in his draft last Christmas to uh, Lucasfilm, and they have their own little story group called the Lucasfilm Story Group, where they basically are the holders of all thing, all things Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Everything that is produced is a story in the Star Wars universe goes through them before it's approved. Make sure that it's cohesive and makes sense, right? So he turns in his draft for this, this book. It's called Force Collector. And he gets a call from the Lucasfilm group, and they're like, hey, we read your first draft. And he goes, awesome, what'd you think? And they go, you have to change a lot of it, because we didn't foresee this happening, but you accidentally wrote a big portion of episode nine. No shit. Yeah, so they told him that he had to completely change like a chunk of his book, because it tied way too closely with the script that Abrams had written. That's so, kind of wild. Yeah, that's, I mean, shit, in a universe that big that is Star Wars, and you recreate something that was just made. Yep. Yeah, that's hmm. nuts. So, on a high note for Star Wars, though, um, I mean, this really wasn't that much of a low note. If they didn't get their hands on the script, yeah, that'd be a, be a fucking horrible note for Star Wars. Ugh. But... Thankfully, they were able to purchase it. They got that out of there, and uh, if you got spoiled, I guess that's on you for... I mean, at some point, you have to look for it. You have to keep your eyes open, and I mean, if you get spoiled for you then, then whatever. That's on you. But, um, chapter four of The Mandalorian came out. Yes. So, uh, we personally talked about The Mandalorian a couple episodes back. We discussed the first two episodes since then. Two more have come out. Uh, just recently, this past Friday, which was Black Friday, Chapter 4 hit, and uh, also, that's what I was going to tell you, the news, they confirmed that the Mandalorian is now the, or has now dethroned Stranger Things as the number one streaming show in the U.S. I mean, as of right now, or overall? Overall. Currently. Yeah. That's impressive, though, because the Stranger Things season been held out. it forever, like yeah. five months. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, four episodes in and you beat it. That shit's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Chapter 4 just came out. Congrats to everybody for that achievement for beating out Stranger Things because everybody likes Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Chapter 4 came out. I know, Juan, you said you were holding something. You wanted to say something. But yeah, then I said it will probably get thrown into the episode. So I I watched it and I'm gonna preface this by saying I love the show and I've been like captivated by it mm-hmm. uh, for the first three episodes and then I read a little bit about this episode prior to actually watching it. People had seen. It. I mean, I don't know what time this show drops. Three a.m. Okay, yeah. See, so like I was seeing stuff at like noon. And I didn't watch it yet, and I actually seen Joel and told him that I had to wait until Bobby Joe got home from work to check it out, which was about six or so. But we watched it, and I was, uh, I don't want to say underwhelmed. I just, there's some some things about it that I didn't like, uh, considering the episode. I didn't like, I don't like a love interest. Uh, I don't know why, but I just don't like the idea of a love interest for a character like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was um oh I was trying to figure this out when I after I watched it it's like he was humanized right 
Like, yeah. Because in the first few episodes that we see, he's like not overpowered or anything like that, but it just seems like he's well aware of his abilities and he's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. And like in like in just his that's you know, and after Yoda or Baby Yoda, child. Uh, yeah, the child, <laughs> we kind of get that sense of like he has this um more down to earth like human side, right? But with this episode, it just feel, it felt like they were harping on that a little too much. To me, it just felt like there was there was this love interest that was thrown in there that I didn't really care about. Um, he gets his ass whooped, dude, like fucking whooped by, and I didn't even know that was her. Gina Carano. Yeah, dude, I had a crush. I've had a crush on this chick since like uh, Gladiators. Hell yeah! Is uh, she in that? Yes, yeah, yep. she was the crush, and um. Which is ironic, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just felt like he was getting his ass whooped. Uh, the love interest sucked. Uh, the whole trying to take off his helmet and stuff like that. And I, like I said, I read some of this stuff before I watched it. I just read something about the helmet scene, and then I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm curious to what that means. So then when I actually watched it, I was just like, eh, I wasn't taken in. It felt like the story didn't move anywhere in that episode, because that- you know. That was kind of the point, I feel like, of that episode, though. Like, the first three episodes are really, really story-heavy. They move quick. There's a lot of action in most of the episodes. I think this is an eight-episode series for season one. I think they wanted to kind of slow things down and just kind of expand upon the characters a little bit more and show some humanity and show that he's not just a killer, that he does have a backstory and he cares about people around him. Like, he didn't have to go to that uh that farm village at all yeah and you notice that he actually gave the other girl the money mm-hmm. so he did it for free right because he cared about what was happening he felt bad for him so i i liked it in that sense i thought that episode three was better yeah. overall yeah. but i thought it was a good uh episode to showcase some more emotions you learn a lot about him too at the, in episode two you learn that he's not an actual mandalorian yeah mm-hmm. uh and um, I've got some problems with the whole helmet thing, but that's just nerd Star I mean, go ahead, Wars bring it, logic. Bring it up. Bring it up. We're we're here. <laughs> so, in it a bit though. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll wrap it up in a nice little bubble. So, there's been a lot of Mandalorians in other Star Wars canon, uh, besides Boba Fett and Jango Fett. So, Clone Wars dealt really heavily with Mandalorians uh, for a while. You actually go to their home planet and you see a lot of them, and a lot of Mandalorians don't wear armor or helmets. They just, they're people. Uh, you only usually wear your armor if you're in battle. And then you see them take their helmets off a lot. And then in Rebels, the other uh, cartoon that's canon, uh, one of the main characters, her name's Sabine, she also constantly wears her helmet, or does not wear her helmet at all. So the whole thing about how he cannot take off his helmet because he's a Mandalorian... I have problems with that because it doesn't match up with prior canon. It's like a plot hole. Mm. However, it could just be because he's in a different tribe. So yeah, okay. Mandalorians are very tribal. They're very uh, just close-knit groups. And uh, if you notice from the last episode, uh, they have a very almost like religious cult feel with the whole this is the way. This is the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could just be that maybe his tribe of people have rules or laws that make it so they can't take off their helmets. Makes sense. So I didn't think about that, but I was also wondering if it's because he's not a Mandalorian. 
Well, he's not. But he is part of that religion now, so maybe that's why he can't. Because that he they are ashamed of him or something, or either that or it's just one of his guidelines. Like, oh, okay. He has to stay true to that because he even said like, if I take it off and somebody sees me, I can no longer put it put it on, which almost makes it sound like a bylaw. Like if you're seen without this, you are no longer, uh, like almost like you have to do like throw yourself one hundred percent into this or you're out. I hope he's scarred up a little bit too, though. I want that to be kind of one of the reasons why he keeps it on. Like, bro, Pedro Pascal is a beautiful man. But yeah, but like the, when they show his his like whole family scene and they're getting and killed like, by yeah, battle slide. droids mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I want him to be like you know damaged physically. Said so one eye's just dangling, like Vader or something. <laughs> I don't know. Did, okay, is there a reason why old girl is so sh- strong? She is a uh, a shock trooper, but yeah, yeah, shock trooper. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean as far as like she's got super strength? Cause she they, she punched dude and he folded. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that, up. but he got folded in half. Well, I I didn't. So I was actually uh, holding the baby and talking to her through some of this episode, but while he was discussing things, she was talking about she was part of a specific group that dropped down into battle they clean up house basically yeah so she is a more advanced variation okay. i guess. Like, think almost an odst from halo mm-hmm. okay All yeah right. so th- it could be something like that uh or she's just a fucking badass <laughs> i mean i liked i liked her character and shit mm-hmm. uh like i said i just didn't like the whole the push of a we just met that chick in the in that episode and she's supposed to build like this love relationship with this dude that's like, and I know they kind of like canceled are you talk- it. Are you talking about the? I'm not talking about Gina or- Carano. Okay, yeah, I'm talking say, about the other girl now. Yeah, yeah, no, that that I didn't. I also I also didn't really care much for how so much time passed in that one episode. Like they they made a slight comment, like it made it feel like one day passed. Like Those the weeks. next day they're they're discussing, and he was like, well. A few weeks back, we really uh, caused a commotion, yep. and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, I was like, "Okay, so time travel." Yeah, it was a but, lot because they had to dig that hole too. You can't yeah. dig that hole in a day and mm-hmm. shit. Like that was gonna take a long time. So th- this episode, it, it was a standout loser for me compared to the other ones. Uh, it wasn't as like the cinematography wasn't even there. There were some shots that were awesome. Where the uh, ATST was overlooking the village. That was cool. And its eyes were glowing. It felt very War of the Worlds to me. Yeah, that was cool. But in a very modern, like, better take of it. So that was a really nice shot and everything. But the rest of it did feel like I was watching an episode of The Flash. Like, I, I was just like, okay, so this is just the filler episode. Uh, but then another thing about me, like a Western fan... You can't really put a Western show together without having the whole Magnificent Seven storyline play out where a village is in need. Oh, yeah. You pull a group together, you teach them how to fight, and you take on the bad guy. You can't really do a Western without having that stereotype in there. So that, to me, is what it felt like. Uh, The takeaway that I did get from this that was a little bit more necessary to me was... It wasn't just a gut feeling to this guy. Like, from him meeting the kid and betraying Apollo Creed and shit, it was a day or two. Now, go now probably a month or so into the future. Damn it. 
That's Cassandra. <laughs> yeah, sorry, our sister Stop is typing. messaging us at the wrong damn time. <laughs> um, so, to me, it, it was that solidifying moment where he actually realized, okay, this isn't something that I'm just worried about. This is something I actually care for. And instead of, I mean, he put it on himself to say, I think I'm going to leave him here. And then when he realized he's not safe, neither are those people. It was mostly the kid, how I felt. He he picked him up and took him with. So it it really built on their um, their relationship. And I, I think that's that was the whole meaning for it was just to show how he works with him now. And like Joel said, he is kind of humanizing him more. Like it took him a while. Like when she was like, "Can I take him outside to play?" And he was like, "You should stay in here." And that lady kept saying, "They'll be fine." And she had to reassure him like three times. So it's still him getting used to something that is completely foreign to him, which is trusting people and caring about something the way he does with the kid. Yeah, but I felt I, like that was even out of character, though. What? Well, when she's like telling him, "No, it's fine." It's fine. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me that I? it's fine when I know that I just had to fight 70 people to get this dude over here? Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. We go from, like you said, episode three where he's basically, he was fighting, he's fighting that many people by himself until mm-hmm. the cavalry, like, comes in, right? And you see what he can do, and you see the, the like, the, I don't know, his demeanor. It's like, I got to protect him, and I got to do all this stuff. And just, like I'm saying, this chick bugged me. This chick bugged me in this episode because she's just like, out of nowhere, he's just supposed to trust her and be like, this is what's up. And like, all right, cool, yeah, he can go outside. Well, no, I think they did a good job, though, of showing how this expert marksman killer is trying to have a heart. But why, though? Because I think he finds he finds something in in the baby Yoda, the child. Right. I think what he sees, you see all those flashbacks they show mm-hmm. of his whole parents Every time being they, killed. They hit the steel. I think a lot of that is the reason why he is so attached to the baby Yoda is because he he resonates with that that kid, that kid who has no parents. He wants to protect that kid because that's what the Mandalorians did for him. And okay. so, even when he goes to the village and uh, he first steps into that little hut and the little girl comes in he like turns quick and like pulls yeah, yeah. his gun out he's trained to kill and so being there is hard for him and that's why when he takes his helmet off is that scene where you can see that he's relaxed a little bit mm-hmm. and he's he's becoming more comfortable and trusting around people because he can take his helmet off but just at the, like the worst time though cuz Oh yeah, he's being course. sought after. You know, I mean, he's like, <laughs> it's the worst time to get comfortable once, I, when people are after I you. Mean, realistically, though, that's that's what he was trying to find in the first place. He wanted to find somewhere to hide, and he knew he had time to breathe. Right, but didn't he know about the other ship? That's why he went there is because he knew there was people hunting no. these people down. Right, he even told uh, the the child when they were flying into the planet, like, "Hey, this is a backwater planet. There's no cities. There's no anything." Yeah, but then he met the fishermen. And he was like, "Oh, do you have lodging?" And then they're like, "Yeah." And then that's when he went back with them. So he already knew there was a threat before he even no no right no, no. <laughs> what do you mean no <laughs> no? So he meets Gina Carano's character right. And she even asked, like, the reason she attacked him was because she, she thought, thought he, he was he after had her. A bomb. Yeah. yeah, he thought or she thought that he was going after her. He said, "No, I, I, like, he's not doing that." 
But he was about and to take off, wasn't he? Because then they show up, the fishermen show up, and they're no, like, "No, she told him that like this, like he even tells her, or he tells the child this place is occupied. This plan yes, is taken. he's yeah, about this to take off. Yeah, because she has it. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that doesn't mean that there was a threat. Well, the but, yeah, because the fishermen go there and say, "Hey, yeah, they just took all of our shit." Hey, could you help us out? It's, You're a Mandalorian, right? It's when the two farmers go like, oh, it took us a day just to get here. We're so yeah. secluded from everything else that we, it takes forever for us to get out. And he goes, oh, there's a place where there's lodging that's super remote and nobody knows about it. I mean, but that's the thing is that somebody knows about it because they just got their shit taken from them. That's why but, they're going to him to get him to fucking like, help that's, him. That's why he only got one person was because he knew – like they even said – this was an easy task until they, we found out they had an ATST that you didn't tell right, us about. Right, right. So he knew the, these are just these are fucking random ass crackheads stealing people's TVs, <laughs> and if they came into my house, I know I can knock them out. Like, so why not? Why not go to my neighbor's house and be like, "Yeah, I'll sit in your living room and wait for this dude to come back." Maybe. By I the way, know. spoilers for this episode because right? <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're like four days into it being out. We're already discussing the whole episode. Just so, so you guys know. Before you guys watch it, just to give you a heads up, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, so I I was waiting for this uh, this type of Western to pop in because, like I said, you can't have a Western without that type of um, – episode going down so i i'm a little happy that it's over with but i really do hope that we go back to the way the first three felt because they felt necessary as to this one it, it felt more or less like a relaxed here's an episode for you um it's just going to cover a little bit of stuff we did get introduced to one character which was uh gina carano which is i, I liked her i thought she was a, a decent add-on and everything I like the idea that she was a uh, rebellion um, a shock trooper. And, um, yeah, it, it just expands on the world. And it was really cool to see an ATST in the hands of nomads. Like, right. just people who are getting their hands on old weaponry from the Empire uh, after it fell. Like, that to me, that's actually pretty cool because, I mean, you see that shit in movies based on nowadays. Like, when a uh regime takes over a like a, a government and all their like military and stuff like oh there's just guns on the floor like guns in the roads and we just picked them up and sell them and uh i, I thought that was pretty cool to see <laughs> was it a good one yeah. i want to know what it was though <laughs> i'm just scrolling through memes uh, i'll good. send it to the group it's fantastic all right um, so, uh, yeah, comic news. So yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, whatever, yesterday. Um, I sold my first piece of art, and in exchange, I got some comics. And one of the comics I, I got was this, um, a variant cover for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles IDW, uh, crossover with Ghostbusters. It's the third issue, and it's got, uh, Michelangelo wearing a proton pack. And uh, and ex I also got some other stuff too as well. I got it from uh, Tracy uh, Tracy Ken Brown, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he owns the Marquise uh, Comic Shop in I think it's Kentwood, dude. I don't know if it's like Grand Rapids or if it's Kent. I think it's Kentwood. Yeah, it's it's 
one of those ones where I just call it all Grand Rapids, so I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. See, so we went there looking for the place, and we actually ended up downtown, which was the wrong area, and so we had to drive out to a different area. Well, an S wasn't put into the GPS, so we were on the. We were supposed to go to the south. Nice. Yeah, so we ended up going there, and I was like, I called him. I said, hey, uh, is there a place around this? And he's like, oh, you're downtown. You have to go this way. So I met up with him. He uh, wanted to buy... So I, I drew this, uh, I put up this this uh, thing on my Facebook for drawings. I asked for, like, ideas or, like, prompts. Because I've been drawing recently a lot, actually, a lot this year. And I wanted some ideas from other people. And I actually didn't think people were going to hit on it. But I got quite a few. So I started doing a bunch of them. And one of the things that I got was uh, Mighty Mouse versus Underdog. And I wasn't too familiar with either of the characters. I know the characters, but I didn't really watch Underdog or read the comics or anything like that uh but the idea i had was uh you know just mighty mouse flying into underdog so i drew that and i went to dinner with bobby and the kids and i got hit up by tracy and it was a message saying hey do you sell your art and i don't or i didn't (laughs) at the time so i just you know i just sat there and i looked at the phone and i got another message that said um, would you be willing to trade? And I was like, I'd be interested in trading. That'd be cool. Uh, just to think of somebody else having my art, you know, it's kind of cool. So I said, yeah, sure, I'd be interested in trading. And then I got another message that said, like, oh, I'm at the shop right now. I'm like, oh, well, uh, are you going to be free next Saturday, you know, for us to, you know, I'll meet up with you then. And he goes, yeah. And then maybe another minute goes by and I get, oh, I got to have it. Name your price. And um, <laughs> uh, what what else? You know, just he was just really emphatic about having this this drawing. So yeah. I said, "Awesome, cool." So I met up with him, and he gave me an exchange. Uh, he's like, "Well, do you like anything? Like, is there a specific comic that you like?" And if you guys don't know by now, I don't dabble in comics all that much. I have some, but I just I don't dabble in them. So uh, when he said it, all I could really think of was the turtles. So he's like, "Oh, let me go in the back." You know, where he's got all of his, like, collection at. And, like, so he goes there and he pulls out this stack. And he's like, all right, let me give you this one, this one, this one, this one. And he gives me, like, this handful of, like, Turtles comics uh, with, like, the crossover for Ghostbusters. And one of them they gave me is uh, sitting on my shelf right now. And I looked it up because I was trying to find, like, the, the, the prices for some of these comics. And I seen somebody selling this one on eBay for, like, $125. Damn. No. Yeah, I swear. And I was like, why? And because he, even when he handed it to me, he's like, this one's really rare. He's like, like it is. Like it's, it's really rare. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't, like, again, I don't know much about comics and I don't really know prices off. Like, I walked into this comic book shop and he's like, everybody that walks into my shop today gets 10 free comics. So it was me, Bobby Joe, and the boys. We got 40 comics. <laughs> We're just walking in. And he had his whole, like, his whole, like, long boxes set up and, like, the wall set up. So I don't know what he had out there. I'm just, like, picking based on cover art. I'm like, oh, this is a cool cover. This is a cool cover. So if you guys would have walked in there, you guys would have been like, oh, wow, I let me get this, this. and You know what I mean? I just was walking in there. Um, He was celebrating three years of being open. And uh, I got to meet him. I got to talk to him, which was really cool. But, yeah, so that comic that you guys can see, you guys can't listen and can't see. I don't know what it's worth, but apparently it's 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 rare and stuff. But I got that for selling my art, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's the comic news that I have. <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, I was gonna 
ask you like because you started off just talking about that not really highlighting your um like your drawing journey and everything like that yeah you have but, to uh, ask me because i'm very good at like <laughs> self uh promotion i should have i should have started the segment <laughs> no so uh i i knew juan wanted to uh discuss that so i wanted him to open it up because i didn't want to be like oh and there's this and then here's Here's Juan. <laughs> Here I am. But I probably should. <laughs> probably. No, so uh, Juan has been drawing. He he really got into it with... Um, Inktober. Yeah, Inktober. Uh, I personally tried to do it too, but man, there was too much stuff going on. But yeah, Juan definitely uh, st- stuck to his end of it. And um, he's... I mean, how often do you draw now? Oh, uh, recently it's been like every day. Like for the past week or... Yeah, about a... The past week, I actually have some finished drawings that I haven't even posted yet. Uh, I finished the oh, one okay. that I showed you guys of Pit mm-hmm. and stuff, and I have another finished one of Colossus fighting a T-800. I think I might have showed you guys. Yeah, you, you showed us that. I never posted that one yet. Um, And then I just today, I drew that gizmo thing. But, oh, that was the other thing that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, so thanks for reminding me. So <laughs> uh, with the whole drawing thing, yeah, like I've been drawing every day. Um, I... Like I said, I just sold that. That was my first piece of art that I've ever sold or like gotten back something for. Um, so it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of it's new and it's exciting, but also it's kind of like uh, gives me anxiety because I don't really like to deal with like naming prices or anything like that. You know, I don't know anything like that about selling art or selling anything like that's uh, that I made. You know, I don't know how to come up with prices for that. So that was interesting. I didn't even know what to tell him, to be honest. He just kind of was like, here's some comics. And I'm like, yeah, that, I'll take that, you know. <laughs> um, but I had made a post and said that I had did this. You know, it was my first time ever selling anything. And I got a like from uh, one of the guys, the guy that was actually in the suit playing Leonardo for the Turtles. Uh, oh, no shit. Yeah, from TMNT 2 and 3. I don't know if he was in 1, but I know he was in 2 and 3. And he likes my of two. <laughs> he 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 liked my uh, status, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking dope! Like that's really cool." And so that same night, I made a sketch specifically for him. I found a, a photo of uh, Leonardo in the suit um, on one of the uh, actors' chairs, and so I took that photo and I drew, I drew it. I drew it into a sketch, and then I tagged him in that, and then. You know, told him thanks for the like, and then also thanks as a TMNT fan, thanks for the you know the memories and shit. And then he liked that one as well, which I thought was really cool. The the ha- being able to have an exchange with people that otherwise have no fucking idea who you are um, in this day and age is kind of like the plus side of technology. You know, oh, yeah. um, making like it just it's it's cool that this guy that did something that I was super fond of, liked something that I did, and then I was able to reciprocate that by making a sketch, you know, specifically for him. So I thought that was really cool. But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, that is really cool. I had, I had no idea that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah was you cool. didn't even share that or anything. Yeah, yeah, I didn't share that. <laughs> I forgot all about it until just right now and stuff. How do you forget about something like I that? I forgot all about it. Like, I was going to share it with you guys, but I forgot about it, and I'm not – I wasn't very good at setting my whole shit up, so like you know, I just I I ran over everything. But yeah, I just I just got into like sketching more often. Chino actually is like 
a huge influence on all that. So when me and him had a talk, and he's always telling me, just sketch something. You know, whether it takes five minutes or an hour or something, just sketch something. Because I always found myself having to have a certain mood or I needed certain music or I needed, you know, everything had to be right for me to be able to s sketch. And he just said, you got to tear away from that and you just you just have to start sketching. And that's how you're going to start building your whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. So I started doing that, taking his advice and stuff. And he had mentioned something to me, which was kind of like where I'm at right now. And he told me that somebody told him before he starts selling his art, um, they told him, they were like, you know, when you sell your art, your first piece, you become a professional artist. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, no, like when you sell your first piece, you are now a professional artist. And he told me this, like he told me this while we were walking one day. And I've thought of that for like the past couple of days. And it's like, it's true. It's just once you do something and you're getting paid for it, you are now a professional by nature because that's by definition, you're getting paid to do something. And um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to continue. I would like to. I'm sure I'm just going to start sketching and stuff. Uh, I've been hit up by other people about other stuff that I've done, which is really awesome as well. Um, but I'm one of those people that don't don't really have a lot of confidence in my work. You know, I just do it. And then I'll look at it and be like, oh, that was good. You know, but that's, you know, it is what it is. And to see other people be like, oh, that's awesome. You know, or that's really cool. That's really uh, special to me, I guess. To see somebody actually, like, liking something. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't want to take up any more time. But that's, like, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just now breaching the whole uh doing it and actually doing it for a reason other mm -hmm. than just sketching okay no i i think that's really cool and i i think that's a a feeling that everybody should uh really go for um i to this day still like whenever i see cars driving by with uh logos that i've made or i see somebody wearing a shirt that i've designed or printed and it's just it's like really really cool especially uh living in Holland and everything where um a lot of the teams or a lot of the players for the um West Side Lacrosse team is uh it's crazy how many trucks or like SUVs I see with uh their shield design plastered all over That's it. That's cool. And it's uh, I mean it's just really cool to actually see that drive by or when I would uh when I designed the shirts for RJ that was probably one of the times that I most saw people that I did not know wearing like shirts that I had printed out or the uh, Star Wars and chill shirts. Those ones too. I saw those out in Grand Rapids a lot, which was really cool. That was one of the ones that I actually took time to post up to uh ship and everything, but no, it, it is a very uh cool experience to have something like that. And like that moment where you're just like, man, this is actually really, really sweet. Yeah. But if you have not done anything like that, uh, shit, that's just another reason to push something that you're passionate for. Word. All right, so in other comic book news, uh, weird, but a lot of somewhat bad news this episode. <laughs> so Elon Musk with the truck. This is Star a sad Wars, episode. Star Wars with the script, even though they got that fixed up. Uh, so comic news, uh, kind of sad news. Um, there are a lot of people who are enjoying... The uh the new X Men run, Powers of X and uh uh 
House of X, and that is written by uh, none other than Jonathan Hickman. A lot of people are enjoying that. It has now turned into a full-out Star Wars, I said Star Wars, X-Men run, and uh, I know one of our mainstays, Joel, is uh, keeping up with it. What do, what do you think so far? Yeah, I, I've only read episode one, not episode one, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm always a Mandalorian right now. Uh, issue one mm-hmm. of the proper X-Men title, and it's great. It's great. It's a slow burn. It's very uh, much setting the pace and setting the like, the story, I guess, up for some cool stuff in the future. But it's Hickman. It's good art. It's good writing, and I like it so far. Okay, so I'm going to make your day kind of shitty. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> love it. So <laughs> Real life. Jonathan Hickman, the uh, showrunner for the series, has actually announced that he is trying his hardest to get fired from the series. Wait, that wasn't a joke? Wasn't that a joke? I thought that was a joke. Uh, so as of right now, I don't believe it is. Uh, so Jonathan Hickman took to, I want to say it was Twitter, and uh, somebody was running their mouths about him, and he said, if you're unhappy with me writing X-Men, because there is a huge population that do they don't like the direction that it's going in, and uh, he said, I, I want you to listen closely. I'm doing everything I can every single day to get fired. They just won't do it. And... This is why I don't think it's a joke. So uh, Jordan D. White, who is uh, Marvel's editor for X-Men, he commented saying, I wish he were lying. I don't, so, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like you'd fire him if the, he was doing everything to get fired. I mean, sales are up, right? Hmm? Are sales up on X-Men? Oh, it's a hot-selling comic. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that would be the only reason to keep him, right? But I still don't think that you publicly say, yeah, look, man, I've been trying to get fired. They won't fire me. I well this uh whatever that's been pumping out recently I mean this storyline has had to have been written for a while now so we we wouldn't be seeing any actual product or storyline pushed out from him current day for another few months probably I think they just released issue 3 mhm so they're they're moving along but it's a slow pace yeah so uh as of right now, I haven't seen, I mean, and I just looked it up because I wanted to see if there was any reason why he wanted to. Um, but the last time somebody spoke about this was about three days ago, and there's no word of it being a joke. Hmm. I don't know. It just seems unlikely to me because the, the comic is a huge success. It's I mean, revamping the, the entire X-Men. Just because the everything. comic's doing good doesn't mean that somebody would still want to work on it. I mean, you could still do great work, but if you're working with people that you don't enjoy... So why don't they quit? I don't know. I can see him maybe not wanting to be tied down to X-Men forever, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't I don't think he wants to jump ship for at least another year or two, in my, in my opinion. But well, we'll uh, some of the things that I've been... Because he hasn't come out and said why or anything like that or commented on it since... But a few of the things that I've been seeing is uh, some of the other people on the team are actually angry with the fact that there are more and more titles coming every day. So Marvel's doing the very Marvel thing where they are trying to tack on as many spinoffs as possible Yeah, that lead into it. Uh, yeah. I know X-Force is already out. Excalibur. Excalibur. Um, and I want to say there are two more. New Mutants. Yep, New Mutants. And uh, what maybe the fuck? one wait, more. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we were supposed to, like, I thought this was. Yes, it, it was supposed to be a. They're calling it the Dawn of X, where basically 
they're revamping the entire thing and spreading their wings, I guess, in Marvel mm. fashion. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, personally, if I was writing this and it was explained to me the way that they pitched it to everybody, like, hey, this is going to be the rebirth of X-Men and it's going to be something completely different, and then you put your heart and soul into it the way he did and brought in the huge following that it was, and then they were like, all right, this shit is selling so good, I need four more titles. Like, to me, <laughs> I would be pissed. I, yeah. And even even if it was selling super good, you can't control a universe after that. That is your story being watered down by four different subplots and maybe five in the works where you're just like, what the, like, what just happened? I, I would be super mad at that point if somebody was like, look, you have 80% of the control. We just want your work pushed out there and we just want to see something great. And you gave them that. And then they were like, all right, we're going to strip you down to about 30% and we're going to have other people writing their ideas. I mean, at that point, anybody could write something super dumb or like, oh, and this character came out of nowhere and he's like the most powerful and that's going to trickle into your story. Like if somebody does something that is going to create ripples, it's going to ripple straight into your story at some point that you have to touch on. And that that's going to affect his like possibility of making the story something great, which I mean, from what it sounds like he's already been doing to some people. <laughs> yeah, I like it so far. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, Cause I, I just looked up why does Jonathan Hickman want to leave X-Men? But the last thing that showed up was still talking about uh him and the editor. So um, I don't know. I mean, it, it could have been a joke, but, I could personally see why he would be upset because yeah, if, if Marvel did the same Marvel thing, I would be upset too. That's the one that I pulled up. Oh, this is the three, one. Yeah. It's from three days ago. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I'm saying like you could, is he trying to get some kind of pension for being fired or why wouldn't you just quit at this point? It just seems very tongue in cheek to me. Yeah. That's what like, it well, just, I mean, you got to think this dude's under contract. He can't break contract. I mean, he could. That would no, get him you, fired. He, he, well, would it not? You will get fined and shit for it. Oh, maybe. If you're if you're under contract to work on a project for X amount of time, and you just are like, I'm done with it. You're something bad is gonna happen. Worse than just getting fired. Mm. This just uh, yeah. So this guy says, well, whoever's this is from Bleeding Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, underneath it, it just says shocking and Marvel X editor. Jordan White confirms that Hickman is telling the truth. So they're taking it for, I mean, what it is. But, like, it's like with Joel, like, it just seems, like, if this was a comedy, it seems like that's how it would be written. You know what I mean? Like, he would say something, somebody that works with him would say something to uh, confirm, you know, I mean, yeah, but that's all, that's all in the way you perceive what they're saying. I don't know. Just uh, something to think about. If you are an X-Men fan, it is uh, something that, the showrunner is discussing. He seems like he may be unhappy and does not want to be there. Oh, yeah. Sounds like Donkey Kong to me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, play it again.
Adam will go for a stroll. <laughs> is that your guess? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? Yeah, he's right. I mean, I was, oh, I, was, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for Rudy to like say something so I could well, give I was, him the I sounder. Was, but yeah, I was he's... waiting for him to. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, he was right. Oh, I see. I was like, that's got to be too easy, right? <laughs> I kept it in that like it's in the beginning. I skipped past the beginning, and it's like it right wasn't... before that, uh, the beat drops actually, because you'll get it if the beat actually drops into it. You'll get it right away, but. So as of December 3rd, which is Tuesday, uh, they're going to be adding another little addition to um, the Halo Master Chief collection. The best Halo in the world. It, wait up. This is your... F- this, this is, is my, my favorite. Oh, I did not know my that. My favorite Halo. Absolutely. Okay. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So <laughs> Halo Reach is coming out officially, finally, for the Master Chief collection. And you may be thinking... Who cares about a game from like 10 years ago? I do, but uh, <laughs> it's because of what they're doing to the game overall with this inclusion. So first and foremost, this is the first Halo game that will be on PC, uh, which is okay. really cool as far as the Master Chief Collection is concerned. Interesting. Halo, I think Halo 1 and 2 were PC as well, if, I can't, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, this is the first foray for... Uh, New Age Microsoft to put Halo on PC, and their plan is to put the entire collection all on PC hmm. in the future. Cross-platforming? Yes. Oh, wow. So uh, it's also completely uh, Xbox One, uh, what would what I say, like gussied up? Oh, like revamped? Um, It's not going to be overhauled like Halo 2 as okay. far as graphics, but it is 60 frames per second, 4K compatible, Hmm. Um, so it's going to look pretty, it's going to run faster, and the best thing is, for multiplayer purposes, is they're completely overhauling the entire multiplayer for the uh, game, uh, and including this into it, yeah. and uh, it's going to have a new progression system, new armor unlocks, uh, new rankings, everything, so it's a really big deal if you're a Halo fan, and it's, in my opinion, the best Halo, because it has the best story. It doesn't even have Chief in it, technically. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no Chief. It's just all ODST, right? Uh, nope. There's Spartan 3s. Oh, okay. So this isn't ODST? Nope. nope. ODST's okay, already so I... been on there for a while, actually. Oh, okay. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. Chief is in the very, very, very end of the game. Okay. But uh, it's like a little Easter egg kind of a thing. Um, But this is with Spartan 3s. They are on the training planet of all spartans uh reach and this is where the covenant basically first stop and kind of starts it all okay that's pretty cool so it's the uh prequel yeah absolutely all right i did not know that that's actually really cool and it was also the last game that bungie made so for for halo at least and then they moved on to destiny which is a big poop show (laughs) it's crap it's a lot of people it's it's not good (laughs) you know sorry Summer has come and gone, and uh, I don't think we did any, like, updates as far as, like, how far oh. your progression has been. Oh, so hell yeah. I just so would like to know. Let me pull up my achievement list. So the one thing I will say that I'm not <laughs> I'm not happy about with uh, the inclusion of Halo Reach is, guess what? There will be more achievements with this game. Do you know how many they're adding? <sighs> no, but usually it's, like, 100. Jesus. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So, for those of you that are new listening or that don't remember, for, like, the past, what, two years now, I feel like? Yeah. 
I have been trying to get every achievement in the Master Chief Collection. So that is uh, 600 achievements worth uh, 6,000 gamer score. But I think they just added the new ones. I'm so sad now. Now it's 7,000 gamer score. Nice. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so prior to Halo Reach, I was at 564 of 600 achievements. So I had a, you were closing in. I had 36 left, and now I have 136 at least. At so. least you're excited about. it. Oh wow, you were <laughs> yeah. down to 36. 36 what left. What did you start the summer with? Left as far as like how much this you, summer? Yeah, this summer. Uh, roughly this st- summer, I started roughly in the 50s. Okay, all right. And the problem is right now I've gone through the campaigns and done most of that stuff pretty much to death. Now it's all, for the most part, multiplayer achievements that are very grind-heavy. You've got to put a lot of time and sink a lot of manpower and hours into it to get. And uh, there's also a couple that are really heavy on... Um, being good? Roasted. Not, not for the <laughs> multiplayer. Honestly, the multiplayer ones, are, they're pretty feasible. It's just, it requires a lot of time. Oh, really? Like win 500 matches or do this type of kill Clear this many times. Forever, dude. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, the ones that are going to give me the most difficulty, I already know, are going to be, uh, they're basically you have to play through the entire uh, game, each game, on legendary difficulty. That's so hard. With not only that, but I've already done that many, many times. It's really? easy. Easy stuff, guys. But the hard part for this stuff is you have to do it with every skull turned on. Doesn't isn't some of those you get hit once and you die or something or so yes there is one called black eye where if you get your shields depleted you have to punch somebody to get your shields back hmm. um and then the ones that are the biggest difficulties I believe it's iron and another one I don't know regardless what happens is basically it takes away your HUD so you can't oh, see wow. your uh, bullets left, your grenades, anything. You're just in there blind. <laughs> you can't even see the radar. Okay. And then there's, and then on top of that, if you die, you don't like just go back to your last save point. You restart that entire level. That's uh, yeah, that's a grind. So it's not even a grind. It's just Lord, hard. Man. It's straight up <laughs> hard. So those are gonna be the four, no, now five most difficult achievements right there for me. But the end game goal. There is an end game goal for this, besides just getting them all. Is once I get all achievements in that collection, I'm going to get that uh, commemorative Halo first tattoo for me on probably my leg. I'm guessing, but we'll see. We're still yes. My Halo sleeve will be started. Super excited about this. Yeah, but now I've got little ways out now. <laughs> now I've got another thousand gamer score to go after. Next summer, coming yeah. 2020. But oh no, trust me. Gosh. Once December third hits, which is this Tuesday. That is my game go-to for the next, like, two to four months, probably. So I got you. We'll see. All right. So if you already own the uh, Master Chief Collection, make sure uh, you put that to download because it's it's free, right? Just uh, whoever owns that? That's, I don't know. I (laughs) hope it's free. I thought 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 they were just adding it. I I think so. It better be. (laughs) So the thing is, is uh, when the game first launched, it only launched the Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. Mm Mm-hmm. Because those are the games that Master Chief is actually in. Yeah. Uh, and then fans were like, well, where's ODST? Where's Reach? And so they released ODST probably like six to ten months afterwards because they had a lot of bugs to fix first. Mm-hmm. So they released ODST afterwards, but they're like, hey, 
we're only releasing the ODST campaign. That's it. No firefight, just the campaign. And uh, if you had the Master Chief Collection, it cost you $5. If you oh. didn't have it prior to uh, them releasing it, it cost you $15. So I don't know if this is going to be free or not. If it's if it's anything, it'll be 15 bucks, which is well worth it to me. But, yeah. I'm reading this. Tell me if this makes sense to you. If you play MCC through Game Pass, Reach's campaign, Firefight, and multiplayer, including Forge, will all be free. Or if, or when the game leaves Game Pass, the campaign Firefight will be nine ninety nine. Oh, so it's ten bucks. That's awesome. Okay, so it's free for me. Hell yeah. Yeah, if you've got Game Pass, <laughs> you've got the whole thing good to go. If you don't have Game Pass, ten bucks. All right, cool. Well, Not wait. I don't have. I well, I do have Game Pass, but let's say I just own the game. You have to pay ten bucks then. Ten bucks. Yep, yeah. ten bucks. That's dumb. <laughs> All right. All right, for animation this week, we are going to talk about something that has been running for 30 years now. Is it Dragon Ball? No. The oh. Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. And I think that this is what you guys may have been getting mixed up as a... Uh, something that was a rumor or a joke. Uh, you, I know you guys said that the comic thing you you thought that was already handled and talked about, which uh, I think Juan looked up and found that it wasn't. So, um, this has been debunked, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit. So, um, I want to say it was last week. The Simpsons composer Danny Elfman claimed that the show was coming to an end finally. At the end of next year. So he was quoting saying, well, from what I've heard, it is coming to an end. He also added saying, I don't know for a fact, but I've heard that it will be in its last year. So everybody kind of freaked out. Uh, there's a lot of huge Simpsons fans and uh, 30 years on screens uh, being the success that it is, you know, people would freak out. Now, the showrunner, Al Jean, has come and finally put an end to what Elfman has thrown out there. Speaking to Metro, he's saying, No disrespect to Mr. Elfman, but we are producing season 32 starting next year and have no plans to end after that. So, when this all came out, there was a lot of people who were freaking out because there's a lot of huge Simpson fans and everything like that. There are also people on the other end. And... I'm really curious to know where you guys were because me personally, I wasn't freaking out. I thought that it was crazy because it is what it is, but I also was just sitting back saying, that's awesome that they made it this long. But personally, I haven't watched a new episode of the seasons or of the Simpsons in quite some seasons. You know, it's, it's been a while where I actually followed the show and really cared for it. Um, I think the last newest episode that I watched was the Family Guy episode, and that's because it had the episode or the crossover uh, aspect to it. But realistically, I wasn't in awe other than the fact that it was like, oh, damn, you know, end of an era. So where where do you guys sit on that? Like, if, if this was true and The Simpsons was coming to an end at the end of this year, what what's your thoughts? Same. Uh, for me, at least, I've I've seen some of the newer episodes in the past few years. Mm -hmm. Didn't impress me at all. I don't know if it's just I'm older and my tastes have changed, but to me, I feel like it's not funny anymore, or it's not as funny. Okay. Uh, so I just feel like 
they should end this show at some point in the near future. In the next few years, I just think they should just move on. You know, it's it's a, mm. it's been a great series. I love The Simpsons, and it's done a lot for animation and just overall media. But uh, I don't know. I just I think it's run its course for the most part. Uh, yeah, I I mean when I seen it, I was kind of at the same thing where I was just like, oh, I mean it has to end at some point, right? So you would think <laughs> I was I just was like, ah, oh, it has to end, and I got okay, it's ending now. I'm 15 seasons behind or so, <laughs> I'd have to say. I mean, I've watched a lot of the Treehouse of Horror, um, and I think those are the episodes I really watch just because it's really wacky and, and you get to see some stuff that you don't get to see normally, like Ned Flanders being the devil and, you know, stuff like that. So uh, for me, I, I, I've, I'm not over The Simpsons because I do like – Watching the older stuff. I haven't watched enough of the newer stuff to say it's either good or bad. It has to be doing something right if it's still going. I would imagine. Um, like it's still entertaining, but it doesn't have that the same zip or whatever. That, yeah, yeah, the it, fr- yeah, yeah. I got, I got. I, it's not as potent as old Simpsons used to be. And a lot of people say that. Even the fans say that about the um, a Bart. Like Bart has changed dramatically from what he used to be to what he is now. You know. I mean the the whole show kind of got slapped with the uh, the 2019 treatment. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so I mean, Apu, you guys know that Apu's not yeah. around anymore, right? I thought they kept him. Did they? I thought La- last I heard, uh, it was. I mean, I stopped looking into it because it just turned into what nowadays is is just people blaring random thoughts for no reason. But yeah, uh, last I read that they were taking him off. So uh, let me look it up real quick. But I could have thought. No idea. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, what they keep him? Yeah. The cr- creator said that they they he's gonna continue his position on the show, and that was at the Disney D twenty three Expo. Okay. So I mean I know it was a big uproar and stuff, but yeah, he came out and said that no, we're just gonna we're gonna keep the character because if especially with the Simpsons and stuff, it became this thing where like if you got rid of him, there's so many different stereotypes on that show that you would have yeah. to get rid of those characters as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's where they were just like, no, we're gonna. We're going to just put a wall up. You know, if you don't like it, don't watch it. And, I mean, that is realistically a – that's a show where it makes fun of everyone. Yeah. I mean, same same with Family Guy. That That's why I never understood why people get, like, offended when it's like, oh, well, Simpsons is racist. It's like, I don't really think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure the main family is revolved around a white family. And who is Homer Simpson? Like – the biggest jackass in Springville, or Springfield. So it's like, okay, so little, I guess, little jabs are thrown here and there, but it's all comedic. Yeah. People watch it for a reason. that has been happening since the 80s, and I get it. Times change, but they really shouldn't. They, they, they change for a lot of dumb reasons, especially, I mean, Chappelle Show was one of the best things i could think of that show would not live today it, yeah it would not live today but it should that's why oh, i, I hated, love that show yeah and that's it why i good. hated that his last um stand-up got so much hate and it's like realistically it was a long-ass episode of the Chappelle show and back then we could all handle it as a group because it wasn't so much hate and it it's really weird because it's almost like nowadays all the problems that all these people talk about are just causing problems and conflict between groups 
which is really dumb, and I think it's very uh, counteractive. So yeah, no, but when it I comes to get into like political <laughs> shit, but <laughs> when, 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 no, but when it comes get it to together, s- folks, when it comes to the Simpsons and stuff, um, I think, like I said, it should end at some point, and whether it be this week or next year or five years from now, I'll feel the same way where it's like, oh wow, I'm still. X amount of seasons behind, but at least I get to catch up to them. It'll always be a show that I could come back to and watch, you know? Like, I oh. think, I honestly think that when the day that I'm not doing anything anymore and I'm kind of sitting in bed and I can't do anything anymore, The Simpsons might be one of those shows that I do put back on and say, I want to see where this went. 30 years to yeah. catch up on, man. <laughs> let me see what happened and see, let me see where, where it went. So, with that in mind, I actually looked this up real quick. The Simpsons would take you at 662 episodes at the time of this post. Not this when I'm reading. I don't know how many episodes there are. It might be 662. But it would take you 10.1 days to view all of it. And if you watched it four hours a day, it would take you six, 60 days to watch all The Simpsons right two now. Two months. So, I mean, it's a long time. Four hours a day. Yeah, two months. So, I mean. Not doing it. I'm I'm not saying that I want to do it because I, I, I there might be a time where I'm in bed and I'm just like yeah let me watch this for forever but I don't feel a certain way if it does go out it's it's had its run dude like it's it's way ahead of South Park has been going on since I was in middle school and that shit's only got 297 episodes so I mean it's been going. I went- uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. All right, so I know we tried to say that we're not going to talk about the Mandalorian that much, but, you know, it's everywhere right now. <laughs> so for Fig Life this week, we are actually going to be uh, discussing a new figure coming out from said series. So Sci-Fi showcased a preview of an upcoming Hasbro uh, Deluxe Black Series line. And if you watched... Chapter 3 of The Mandalorian, you probably fell in love with a uh, new character, a least, well, at least, at least we did, and that is a new heavy infantry Mandalorian. So this is the character who kind of was a uh, rash asshole towards uh, the main character, played by uh, Pedro Pascal, and his name is actually, does anybody know his name? Hell no. Nope. Big boy. <laughs> big big boy. So everybody has been calling him Heavy Infantry Mandalorian. He actually has a real name, uh, which is Paz Vizla. Paz Vizda? Viz Vizza? Paz Vizla. Paz Vizla. Paz Vizla. Paz Vizla. Look, you're saying Paz. Paz yeah. Vizla. <laughs> Give me that candy. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of information too. This is pretty fun to know as well. This character's uh, physical. Portrayal is played by none other than the man straight guff in the Mondo in the first episode. Uh, his name is Tate Fletcher. He's a uh, MMA fighter, and he was once a John Wick villain. So, uh, yeah, so Tate Fletcher uh, from the very first episode uh, is the physical portrayal of Paz Vizla. 
but he is voiced by none other than the showrunner John oh, Favreau. So that's the, that's the okay. I was about to say because John Favreau got beefcaked as fuck. Uh, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, I thought okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that dude was too big to be John Favreau. John Favreau was a big dude. Don't get me wrong. He's more like just kind of stocky. Yeah, yeah he, but this back dude in his beast. prime, he used to be uh, a good size. Oh, hell yeah. Back on The Replacements. What was that one movie where he's like a brother and he's like beating up the other guy? All Four Christmases. That's the one. Oh, wasn't what? he a little beefier in that one as well? Yeah, when he was that douchebag <laughs> wearing all the tap out. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, speaking of, Christmas is coming up, so if you need to watch something, you're not somebody who's into uh, Hallmarks, yeah. check out uh, Four Christmases with uh, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. That shit is hilarious. But um, he's also in that movie, uh, The Replacements, with everyone's favorite Keanu Reeves. Hell yeah. He's the uh, the SWAT team guy who's just fucking crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot. He's big as shit in that movie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Replacements is a good movie, too. But yeah, so if you fell in love with that character, uh, I know we did, and I, I want to say I've purchased a couple random Black Series figures, uh, but one that I did want was K2SO, which I did pick up after uh, Rogue One came out. And this is definitely one that I am probably going to pick up. But uh, Hasbro, like I said, just released a preview of it. And it's saying it's part of a deluxe black series line. And it looks sick. It's They're saying it's pretty beefy. The weight is uh, different than most characters. And it was uh, announced via the Hasbro Pulse Instagram. I think it's a so, Best Buy exclusive, right? Uh, yeah, that's what they're saying. So uh, it's a six-inch black series heavy infantry Mandalorian. And it is a Best Buy exclusive selling for $29.99. And uh, what I first saw it on, they're saying that you should definitely pre-order it if you can because the ones that will be shipped out are going to be in very low quantity. So if you're somebody who's like, oh, well, I'll hunt for it, good luck to you because uh, uh, they're not huh? making a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, you can pre-order them right now for $29.99, and it includes free shipping. And uh, it looks pretty badass, but... On top of that, they also released some new imagery for a SH Figuarts of both the Mandalorian and the Heavy uh, Infantry Mandalorian. And they're the shit. Yeah, so Juan's looking at it right now. Uh, The Mandalorian, he comes with, of course, uh, he's going to have the uh, metal-weighted, well, he's going to have the metal-weighted legs, so this way you can pose him a lot better, and he won't fall over and shit, because... Figures do that all the time. He's going to have his pulse rifle. And one cool thing to me, I've always been a fan of, like, Migos and the uh, the Mezcos and everything like that. He is, his cape is not plastic. It will be an actual cloth. And I'm guessing it's probably going to have a, uh, a wire lining in it so you can shape it and form it so it looks like there's a movement and everything in it. If there is, I mean, if there's not, they the way they pose this guy... Looks like it would have took some time to, like, you know, throw it up in the air real quick and then <laughs> take a snapshot of it. It's the older armor, though. I wonder if they're going to have the new uh, Beskar armor. It's got – I mean, I'm sure on another release they'll have another one. But That's how you make that money. Separate yeah. figures, you think, yeah, huh? Separate, yeah, separate figures. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe a double pack. Yeah, right. I'm going to paint mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's dope, dude. And I had a question. Is, the, is that fucking minigun, like, the first time we've ever seen a minigun – like, like a laser laser rifle? whatever you would call it in star uh, wars maybe clone wars era oh really oh, no okay. yeah in the cartoons for sure oh yeah, yeah? all right oh yeah all right i haven't watched the clones they've got heavy inf- infantry clones that like wreck 
droids for that stuff. Oh, okay. Dude, droids are worthless, dude. Like, honestly, they <laughs> really are. battle droids, though? They're scary. I mean, the droidicas are really cool, but, like, if I, w- I just watched The Phantom Menace uh, a couple days ago, and that droid army that was going against the, not the Naboo, but the... The, the Gungans? The Gungans, dude? Worthless. Roger, There's, like, Roger. 500 of them, and... No, no, I'm lying. There's, like, 500,000 of them, and they still get, like, they're getting their ass... I mean, they were winning, and then they got taken out, but... Overall, they're just useless. Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're useless. Oh, uh, before we back out from this, too, I just posted something on Instagram uh, today. It was a little video that I found kind of funny. It was, um, of course, the child and the Mandalorian when he presses that button and messes with the ship, but he's, like, messing with the radio in this edit. And somebody had the nerve to say... Okay, so this is a quote. I'm not saying this myself. His name is Blockchow, Blockchain, Blockchow One N. Wait, on our page? Yeah. So, well, on Instagram, oh, this okay. is this guy's name, and this is his quoted comment: "Gay, 100, poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> they destroyed the franchise. Sick face. What?" That is the dumbest thing, considering we just talked about Gungans, all right? Right, right. <laughs> He's probably just like, that Baby Yoda's so cute, it ruins everything. I don't yeah, know. It's so. just, whatever. Baby Yoda's the shit. So I just clicked on his thing. His name says 369. Damn, just, Joe, fine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a donut, and it says, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You should have thought about that when he typed out that. Uh... And then his thing says, spread love. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's just like gay. He's all over the place, man. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Very nice. But uh, yeah, so that's his uh, his opinion on it. But I think it's hilarious that people can say because that's not the first time I've seen anybody say that the Mandalorian has ruined the franchise. Ugh. It's like, have you not watched a lot of the franchise? So I mean, another person that has been saying that they don't like it that's on our page is Rob. He Rob doesn't watch anything. He though. thinks it's overrated. Yeah, that's the thing is that like I. I don't, I don't think it's overrated because as a as a whole, I think it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It's it's a Western bounty hunter show that you're watching. And I, I I think it's doing Star Wars better than the movies. Yes, have. It, it's it's like we said, series in some instances, series are the way to go to to tell a more fruitful story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is one of those those things. The Star Wars in general is a huge. Um, canvas of story and it works that way to it works better to just break it off and then do it in small pieces you know what I mean and that's that's why I like the show and I don't understand how you can't sit there and be like yeah this is good like what what is bad about the show other than the stuff that I was pointing out earlier just for that episode I can't sit here and say like wow this looks like shit or anything like that you know what I think it is I think it's because it's released episodically weekly that's just rubbing people the wrong way? I think that people are so trained these days to binge an entire season all at once, and they go, oh, my God, that season was amazing. But having it in bite-sized pieces where you have to go episode by episode and wait to find out what happens next, I think that's rubbing people the wrong way. See, my thing is I don't think anything's rubbing people the wrong way. I think people get opinionated without even trying. I think – Nowadays, it's cool to dislike something oh, because everybody yeah. else loves it. Yep, that's true. Uh, everybody oh, wants to stuff? be yeah. Everybody wants to be a hipster these days without even knowing it. It's 
It's more or less like um, even when that whole Popeye's chicken thing came out and everybody was like, it's probably gross. It's probably uh, that's so stupid. And it's like, all right, all right. I mean, it's a chicken sandwich regardless of what you're mad about. But with this, especially people are just so mad because I get it. Nowadays, people feel they have to like things because other people do. But realistically, if the fans are actually the I mean, when it comes down to it, fans are the people you should listen to because they understand like when Joel talks about Star Wars and stuff, he has a plethora of knowledge. I mean, even more so than like all of us combined in this room. I love <laughs> like, it so much. I yeah, love it. So he he is invested in this stuff, and to say that it's overrated just because some casuals enjoy it, that doesn't mean anything. That just means they're doing a good enough job to where they're reaching people who aren't even invested in it. Agreed. And yeah. it's it's like people these days are so quick to be like, God, everybody likes that. That's dumb. Like e- even the Joker. When we asked who saw the Joker this week. On our page, we had a huge, I want to say it was like 46% that they have not watched it. Yeah. And people were saying that they that it, it looked dumb and they didn't want to see it. And, oh, people are just hyping it too much. And that's how people are. And I hate to throw this out there. I love you, Rob, but you are just not cultured <laughs> enough, my friend. We oh, always no. ask, who's watched this? Who's tried this? Who's eaten that? And you are always saying no, bud. So... <laughs> All right, y'all, so that was the name, the frame, Sounder, and this week, the winner is Alan Porter. You are the winner of this week's Name That Frame, which was Rush Hour 1. Uh, yeah, so give us your information, like always, like the creepy stuff that we like. Uh, give us your stuff, and then uh, we'll send you something in return. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking. <laughs> Good job, Alan Porter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So Victor called us recently, and then I said, hey, we're recording. And he goes, no way. Big fan. (laughs) 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 All right, here we go. All right, so if you don't know what that means, that's uh, the sounder for the show polls. Do you like cosmic brownies? 62% 62% said yes. See, I don't get it, bro. Ew, what? I don't get it. I Hell don't know. It. No, we don't get it. We don't get it. Hey, you don't get ladies like cosmic. Brownies. I just don't get I don't get it. They don't taste the like the, the, the little sprinkles on it way weaker than like the walnuts that you get on the regular brownies. That's what does it for me is the walnuts. I'm like, oh dude. The more walnuts, the better on those brownies. Yeah, you get like a break from the chocolate. Yeah. With cosmic brownies, it's just and I feel like they're colored chocolate. chocolate chips. Yeah, that's what they are. And it's gross. Crash babies. Better career. Robert De Niro or Al Pacino? 88% Robert De Niro. Man, Pacino got shit on, bro. Good. <laughs> I mean, he's good. We talked about this earlier. He is good. Well, that was before the show, though, right? What? <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. it was before the show. Yeah. Yep. So... He is good, but yeah, no, he he doesn't even come close to De Niro. So Angel Ortega says Pacino has the has the best character of the two, but De Niro has the better catalog. Scarface, get over it, bro! <laughs> it's not even like realistically. I'm sorry, it's not that good. It is good in some 
I mean, in some form, yeah, it is good. He's not the best gangster I've ever seen. Yeah, it's not the best movie. People hype it up so much because gangsters and rappers want to be Scarface. Everybody talks about Scarface. Motherfucker, you can't do that much coke. All right? <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> Nobody Get over can. It. God, the I'm dude so had sick his of it. head buried into a coke shaped. No, 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 into a pillow shape of coke. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, it's a lot of coke. He had his face in it. Takes a big whip. This is actually after he gets shot, right? And then he does it, and it's almost like a painkiller. But you would be dead. Like, the second you... I would assume you die. I don't know. I've never done coke. So, uh, <laughs> Look, all I know is the best line of that movie is, Beach, lesbian. Watch my friend. He's going to stick his tongue out at the girl. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, dude, the chainsaw scene, though, that's fucked up. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Joel. Have you yeah, seen where it? Yeah, Chi-Chi gets the... Joel, yeah. have you ever seen Scarface? <laughs> Yes. Oh wow. Oh. No, no. I had to think about it for a minute. Okay. Did you see clips or did no, you no, watch no, no, the no. whole? movie? Because at the end he dies, and it's mm-hmm. it's, no, oh, it's like a <laughs> yeah. thirty year old movie, <laughs> right? Uh, behind the table with all the coke on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like Mowing everyone down with the, the guns. Just whack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Chichi, I, I get the yayo. All right. Get all out right. Of here. Mark <laughs> Brennan. Pacino later years have are been in a lot of bad movies. Yep. There we go. <laughs> he, that's it. He narrowed it down. Have you seen the movie Inside Out? Seventy-one percent said yes. You guys are in the minority. You guys Oops. really have to see that movie. Oh. Really Oops. watch it. Really watch that movie. Will Musk send people to Mars by twenty twenty-four? Sixty-seven percent said no. Yeah, I'm sorry, but not. <laughs> I don't think so either, man. I mean, he might send some corpses there because you know they might die on the way, but I don't think he's sending some people like alive to do anything. Because once you get there, you realize that once you get there. You're the first people to go to Mars? Unless he sends some bots or droids or some shit like that to start preparations for, like, terraforming, you go there with no oxygen. You go there with limited supplies of everything. Hey, man, you can Matt Damon the shit out of that stuff. You got to shit your own stuff and and, then grow the plants out of it, which was actually cool if you guys never seen that movie. Cool Um, movie. What was it called again? The Martian. Martian. Yeah, The Martian. That's a really good movie. One of my favorite movies. That is definitely a movie that I could put on over and over when I'm working, and it'll be fine. Yeah, it's a really good movie. But the thing is, you need Donald Glover to come back alive. He he was alive, I thought. Yeah, because of Donald Glover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah because he's, 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 uh, uh, super he's a slingshot, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that dude doing? He was, like, under a table or something, and they found him? Or what was it? I can't remember. His character no, he was, was really sleeping. weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wakes up, and he drinks that cold coffee. That's right. And then he the figures pipe. it out. He's like, slingshot right here, bro. There you go. Boom. He's so, so good in that movie. Uh, Elon Musk. Fuck yes or nah? Yes. yes. Of course, yes. 94%. Fuck yes. <laughs> Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, wow. Uh, 3019 or N64? This is 50-50 right now. Damn. Oh, so, yeah. It's 3019. Yo, yo it's a Star you. Fox. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're not ready for it. Um, Where is this? Oh, I didn't vote on this. What? What would you have sold the Star Wars script for? I said it was sold for uh, $85. I said more than $85 or $85? It's got to be more than $85. Wow. Okay, so 89% said more than $85, but 11% said $85. Damn. Somebody named Joel, Benjamin, Mike, Chris, and Mary Rose. For what, 85 She said she would sell it for $85. You're wrong. You're wrong. I love you, but you're wrong. Economics, baby. Um, Vincent said, I thought that article said that Disney bought it back. And I said, yeah, for For $85. (laughs) He goes, how the hell does the evil empire just slide up and get their script back for $85? I'm telling you, dude, that person's dead. 
they they stole they stole it and they killed that person. They put out a, a news story that said and then they got their eighty five dollars back. I'm telling you, yeah, out of the wallet. like the hooker in hey, Grand we, Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> we just responded. Check it out. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. Um, I well, you read it because I have to reload the page. If I it. it is simple. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. Very easily. Did you like episode four of The Mandalorian? Hell yes. Um, I still said yeah. There were there were parts yeah, of it that okay, I liked, and, and I expected it. Like I said, it's a Western trope. You need the. I just the, we need help. It's the love story, bro. That's the love story that threw me off. That's really the only. It wasn't thing. my favorite episode, but it was a good episode. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. It w- it wasn't as bad as like the Flash or Arrow filler episodes. Those are eighty-eight percent said yes. Can you personally say that you have received compensation for something you are truly passionate about? If so, what? We have no comments on this. Yeah. And seventy six percent said no. That was so good. <laughs> that following fucking direction. That's what's up. That's awesome. You're pissing me off, chat. <laughs> so we got twenty four percent of people that said yes, but they have no idea how to use the comment section down here. Um, they said I'm passionate about not leaving comments, <laughs> and I'm paid for it as well. Is Halo Reach the best Halo game? I swear to I God, I didn't vote on this myself. I will say I just I liked it. I'm gonna say no. So good. I'm gonna say no because I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know either, and it's Rick Sanchez, so I put. <laughs> oh, what have you done? Sixty percent. You shouldn't have put Rick there, man. Said no. Yeah, that's probably like right. Drawn it in. Like that one. Um, no, wrong. Rob, Rob Siegel said, "How, how dare you yes. make this poll? Where did he vote? He probably he voted, voted no. no. Yeah. How dare you even make this poll? Joel, get into that argument with him right oh, now. I, I, get in the comments right nah, now. I'm not gonna, Come uh, on, Joel. I'm do it. Slide in no, snap, bro. <laughs> slide in his DMs. Snap right now. Prove him wrong. How he was a masterpiece. Did you feel when you heard that the Simpsons were on their last season? It's been debunked since. Just want to know your feelings. Emotional or meh? Huh. Meh. Yeah. 77% said meh. As it should be. And that's the end of the show polls. And that is actually going to be the end of our show because I have to get home and take care of a baby. Yeah. Yeah. First shift duties start tomorrow and I'm not ready. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's going to be fun, though. All right. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you took time to hang out in the show polls, thank you so much, unless you're one of those people who did not tell us. Yep. How you made that money, unless uh, you're embarrassed yo. by it. <laughs> I mean, if it's well, yeah, if it's I guess there are, yeah, there's some, there's some there's some things you don't want to put on there. <laughs> I'm passionate about the love making. <laughs> I've yet to make money. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so thank you everybody so much for listening and taking part in that. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. To all of you, not yeah. just one. Yeah, yeah, that's everybody. <laughs> All right, and um. Yeah, all the other things, uh, if you could leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. It helps us spread our love and joy to all those other ear holes on the planet. You can so. send me money. <laughs> oh we have nothing like that set up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, until next time, we've been Not Your Average Nerd signing off. All right, see you next week. See ya. Cheers. Send me money. <laughs> <laughs>